0: We are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Welcome, Lisa, to the show.
1: Thank you. Good to so be
0: uh, how is the uh, garden center looking? It looks bright, cheery, lots of uh, fragrance. The lilacs mm-hmm. bloomed this week. The lilacs
1: week. are blooming. A lot of the uh, ornamental tree or flowering trees are blooming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of nice perennials, roses coming in. So, yeah, we've been stocking up.
0: I know Amy brought in our buyer for uh, Trees and Shrubs. She brought in some uh, roses. We put them out front. We get this pergola in the front parking lot. It's just a real pretty place. It says, welcome. We put roses out there because they smell good. They mm-hmm. look good. And uh, as soon as she put them out there, they were sold. They were gone. <laughs> so she's getting a lot more. And I think we've got uh, several like waves of them mm-hmm. coming right now because they're inspiring.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely need a rose in your yard you or do. in your pot. Or Whatever.
0: What kind of garden questions do we have?
1: Sure. So first I have an alert. Oh, here we go. So it's we had that really cold spring. It's starting to warm up now. So some of those insects are starting to show up yeah. that haven't shown up yet. So I had a gal in yesterday. She brought me this really weird, ugly, she thought it was fungus. Yeah. And actually, it is scale. Yeah. And it was around her pine trees. And I told her what it was and the product to treat it with. And she came back in today and she said, Thank you so much. That's awesome. She said, I found more when I went looking. I found more and I did what you said. I put them in bags and I threw them in my trash and I got rid of them. So the scale are definitely out. So if you're in those pine areas, um, get out there in your yard and look for the scale. It looks like a sawdusty, gooey. Weird! It's an egg sac. It's a scale egg sac. So you want to look for those.
0: Yeah, pinion pines specifically, the native pinions. if you're in that area, they love eating those. And what they do is, it's a little tiny. You can hardly see them. There's a crawler stage right. where they'll crawl up and down the tree. Uh, but uh, they're craw- they just hatched, or they they ate out of their egg case or their shell, their scale from the outer branches and now they've crawled down to the base of the tree and they'll congregate right there where the where the soil meets the trunk or the major crotches uh, of the tree. You'll be able to see them if you, if you look, you can see them. Mm-hmm. Looks like a white cottony mass with some yellow yucca stuff in it. It is gross. <laughs> so uh, g- gather those things up because literally there's thousands or more eggs Mm -hmm. that are going to hatch and they, as that tree elongates, and puts on new needles. They crawl, they hatch, they crawl right up and attach themselves. And they literally will suck the needle dry, Mm -hmm. suck the the life forces out of that tree and it dies of starvation. Uh, The needles are taken out so they cannot create, the tree can't create photosynthesis. And so it literally will starve to death. Mm -hmm. So if your trees look thin and wispy, well, they've been attacked by scale for years. Look at those. Yeah. Uh, walk around those. Uh, and then y- you should fertilize those trees. Mm-hmm. Put the all-purpose plant food down. That'll help it elongate and get longer needles. And then you can collect these egg masses up. You'll never get them all. So you're still going to have to spray and treat. And mm-hmm. if you see that, I would say, gather that up. Get it off of your property. Throw them in, in the trash. And then fertilize a tree. And then treat the tree with systemic drench so mm-hmm. it's a tree and shrub systemic drench ask it. it's just like that mm-hmm. uh, we've got a really good one here at, at the garden center put together by Fertilome. so we're kind of one of the owners or it's a co-op where we partner and we create these products and so Fertilome tree and shrub drench is the product mm-hmm. for scale i mean bar none it just yeah. it is going to treat that new growth coming out for a year mm-hmm. keeps them off and if you see this, this is something you're probably gonna to have to do every year. Put it Go, on your well, calendar. I did I did this last <laughs> year. Well, you're gonna be doing it every year, or your tree will die. I'm telling you, entire tracks of these pinyon pines have been obliterated, entire neighborhoods. They've all died because the scale took them out. So put it on your radar. It's good to know. I did treat, yeah. I helped one customer last week. So mm. I knew it was coming, but now it sounds like the tidal wave it's hit. So So
1: just wanted people to be aware of that, but let's move on to our questions. Our first one is from Shelby in Prescott Valley. She wants to know what's that pretty yellow shrub blooming around town and uh, what does it do the rest of the year?
0: So Shelby, great question. So they all erupted at all elevations (laughs) this week. I don't know where Shelby's from, but probably in the heart of Prescott or the Prescott ridge Valley. lines, Prescott Valley. Okay, gotcha. Um, forsythia,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like four, the number four, Scythia. It's a shrub that, that just it grows wild here. It's this great antelope don't eat it in Prescott Valley. Deer, javelina, they all leave them alone. Mm-hmm. It's this pretty shrub that grows naturally up to about head height. Yeah, you can keep it trimmed down to to hip high or so, chest high, but it naturally just let it go, head height, or a little above. Nice, thick, rounded shrub, Looks, looks handsome no matter what you do, just looks good, nice and thick. And so it is a deciduous tree, that is, it loses its fall, its fall colors aspen gold, usually in October, first part of November. Then it has this interesting structure through winter, forms its flowers, then in spring it erupts with this yellow flower golden like bright solar yellow flower Mm -hmm. and then it will start it'll bloom maybe three four weeks like that then it will start to put on some foliage and so then you'll get another two three weeks of foliage and and flowers and then it had just this real pretty dark green balanced dark rich green foliage Mm -hmm. that uh, easily blocks out neighbors uh, defines walkways. Mm-hmm. It's a good plant for here, mainly because it's so drought-hardy,
1: yeah.
0: animal-hardy, sun-hardy, wind-hardy. It's got all the hardy things you want, so for Forsythia is a great That's,
1: plant. It announces spring. That's it does. my favorite thing about it, is yeah. it announces spring. Yeah. Also, if you don't think, I don't want a head-high shrub and I don't want to have to prune it, we actually do. There's varieties that come in about the four-foot range, yeah. and there's actually one that comes in about the two-foot range. So we've got one for wherever you need in your yard.
0: Absolutely. So good. And a companion plant to that lilacs, because it's always forsythia lilac, just like that. And so you get, you can, you can extend that bloom cycle Mm -hmm. right through the end of spring just by having those two shrubs in your yard uh, can, can, can fill up a landscape with spring blooms.
1: I agree. All right. Next question is from Andy and Chino. So he said he didn't get his pre-emergent down in time,
0: but now he's got
1: the filigree and the foxtail and the loco weed. (laughs) And he wants to know what's the best product to use at this time of year to kill those weeds.
0: Andy, don't I, we've been preaching for three months, put your pre-emergence down. Andy, it just, you knew it was coming. It was so such a wet spring. Oh, what to do? Well, first start with, Put your pre-emergent down. (laughs) Otherwise, it's going to come right back and show you how to kill Mm -hmm. what's there, but it'll come right back. So the seed, every seed is going to germinate this spring. I mean, all of them. It's going to overwhelm your garden with weeds, wildflowers, with everything. So Mm -hmm. put the pre-emergent, so there's a tree and a weed and grass preventer. You spread it like fertilizer Mm -hmm. throughout the yard. It'll keep the seed from germinating. So you got to start with that. Now, his actual question. In Chino Valley, how do I keep the weeds that are already up there from, how do I kill them? There's only one that I would recommend right now because it's still cool at night. Mm-hmm. You have to use decimate. That's how, just decimate. It's a liquid. It's a competitor to Roundup, but it works when the nights are real cool. And it's far safer. It doesn't, it's not a glyphosate. It's not going to cause you know, boils to come out of your back because you've been spraying Roundup. I mean, Roundup is dangerous. Folks, don't use that stuff. It's just, you're going to get cancer. just a matter of time. Decimate doesn't do that. And so it's, it's, it kills better, faster in the spring when it's real cool and in the fall. And in the summer, almost anything. Will, I mean, everything will kill stuff in the summer. Roundup only works really in the summer. and That's it. It's a summer plant, summer killer. So Decimate, I would add now for sure. Here's how you, here's the magic. Add spreader sticker to the Decimate in the same tank sprayer and you will get a knockdown. And we were talking by the end of the day. Some of these plants are going to be wilting. You put those two combos. The spreader sticker gets it to adhere and, and kill the, the foliage faster, mm-hmm. and then the decimate goes through the entire root zone and, and kills everything off. So that's how you come see us more, Andy. I mean, that's we can show you how to kill weeds. It's going to be a blockbuster weed year. Oh my gosh, exactly. Kennelisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners. Be right back after this. <music>